brothers. And you're with your mom? Yeah, he's still with my mom. This happened 12, 13 years ago, so... Like, he just, like, treated your mom? Yeah, yeah, this is just, like, family shit, you know, like, family problems. But yeah. um, they're cool now and shit. But, yeah, the, we have two half-brothers. But I'm pretty much close as fuck with this one. The other ones, I see them here and there, but... They're mostly with their mom and like we're not really cool with, we're not cool with the mom and shit you know uh-huh. we do deal with her because work-wise when i do the office shit but that's they own that. the business or no my pops owns it but they work there and that's like how he maintains the, yeah. the kids like he straight out started a business so they're the kids 13 and 12 i think oh that's like kind of fucked up yeah they're like old they're they're pretty fucking old already oh yeah but like it's like damn and that's kind of crazy yeah it's fucking wild man just right. on some crazy shit, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. So I old. think, yeah, cause my my pops used to take me with him everywhere since I was little, so I would see like all the shit he would do, you know, just like different shit, you know, like growing up it was it was wild to see, you know. Yeah, why? Like in a good or in a bad way? Uh, nah, like both good. He's like a hustler and shit, but he wasn't on so no like uh crazy criminal shit, but it's like white collar crime shit, you know, like fucking. Against the system type shit, you know. Really? Yeah, it was hustler shit, but it's it, yeah, yeah. Though I don't like to get too into detail, yeah. but yeah, I grew up seeing like against all odds type situation. Yeah, yeah, but I grew up seeing shit. And I think it, it like helped me um, understand the world. Yeah, not understand the world, but I feel like maneuver and be able to like um, find your way around. Yeah, I feel like some people now probably be like, "Fuck, I don't have a job. I don't know what to do." But yeah. for me, like, I've I've worked so many fucking jobs. Like I've done. Uh, I've delivered blood for hospitals, like yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done Time Warner, uh, cable company. I was a cable guy. I used to go and install cable. I was so young when I started that shit that like I show up at people's houses and I remember some lady opened the door and she was like, she looked at me like weird, you know, kind of like what the fuck, like, and she's like, is your dad coming? <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? I was like, nah, just, <laughs> yeah, it was just me. It was just me. So I was just like, fuck it, you know, I was super young, but I've done that shit. Uh, I've worked at factories. I worked fast food. I've worked uh, DMV shit. I've fuck man. Ever since I I quit school at the age of sixteen, and I got a fake ID just so I could work McDonald's. That was my first job right here on Long Beach Boulevard and uh, Rosecrans, the hood. Yeah. Like hood, hood. So like <laughs> I was like sixteen years old, like in the fucking hood. I have like prostitutes coming in because like Long Beach Boulevard is like hella hookers and. They're just fucking coming in And like I was fucking 16 years old Seeing like All this crazy shit People getting robbed Store getting robbed Like Crazy fucking shit man It's fucking wild I grew up I grew up in some wild shit You know Like yeah But yeah Fucking Another day is here And you're ready for it What to wear Check Breakfast, lunch and dinner Check Planning for what's next And how to save for it That's where Bank of America can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. i raising my weapon and before I could even do anything. All right. Craziest, wildest Los Angeles podcast. Laughing I'll die later. What's up, everybody? Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Give us that five stars on Spotify. Help us, help us get fucking. I don't know, like, I don't know what that really does, but I don't know. I want to see it. I mean, shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, today, uh, um, I don't know. I don't know. We, we might drop this before Carlos, or maybe the same week. So, something along the lines. But uh, we got Tanke, Tank. Sure. What's your actual name? I don't even know your actual name. Uh, government name, phone name? Yeah. Alfredo Dario Pedroso. That's my Pedroso? Pedroso, yeah. I never heard Pedroso. I've heard Pedroso, yeah. but not... Uh... Yeah, I know. That I've had a lot of people confused it. Like, in high, growing up and shit, they would pronounce it like... Or, like, spell it like that. Or, like, my sister Montelongo, but people are, like, Montenegro. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's why. So, it's like... Yeah, Dang, that's Pedro, crazy. So I've, been in, I've been inside your room and I don't even know your actual name. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll just go by Tank. What do you call yeah. your Tank? Um, I remember it's probably like 2003, 2004. Uh, I had these homies that I was uh going to school with, like Carson High. It was like punker homies, but for some reason they were big ass fools. Like you know, I'm big, but I'm talking about like these fools are like 
they look like Samoan football players. <laughs> and then um, I, they just happen to be big. It's not that like I found big fools. I'm gonna kick it with these fools. <laughs> and um, but I would kick it with them. And then uh, we went to a show, and I remember like it was like a punk show at the Allen Theater, and we were in the pit, and the pit was going on, and like one of my shoes came off. And what I did, I stopped, turned around, and like I pushed the like the whole crowd counter or. It goes counterclockwise, so I push it like clockwise to to get my shoe, and they're like, damn, fucking Tanke. Like, <laughs> since that day, like the big fools were like, oh, fucking Tanke, and like that stuck. Um, and that dude they called me that was actually uh, the singer to my second punk band. Like this was like back in the day, man, like 2004, 2005. What was your first band? First band called Infection. Infection. It was like, yeah, I remember. I still remember like getting into the garage for the first time ever and like playing live instruments with other people at the same time yeah. like a full band you know like that experience like i'll never forget it it's fucking tight like just getting in and you're just excited to like yeah it feels crazy you know so i'll never forget that shit but I, yeah infection was my first band dude i could infection i've been in a band called public assault I've, i was in a band called break inside i was in a band called n on n i was in a band called ellie groove i was in a fucking uh band called Fucking city, city nuisance, dog. Man, I've been fucking a lot you, of. Bands. You've done it. You've done a. You've yeah, I've been around. Yeah, yeah, I've been like, fuck, man. I've played plenty of backyard punk shows. I I like used to play those shows where it was like hot, like punk versus metal. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's the type of scene I grew up in. You know, that's when people are like talk shit on like ska music and like I grew up around ska. Like it's not like my main shit, but I remember my first like backyard band that I found like local band that like I heard a CD and I thought it was cool as shit cause I was like fucking hell yeah local music not everybody knows about it, it was just cool to me it was rare yeah. you know like I remember hearing oh, that personal. shit yeah that's what I mean I was like nah everybody gets to hear this shit and I heard it and it was this band called JLB uh, just like before and it was a it was a ska band and at the time I wasn't really into ska I was like a punk kid I, I'm talking about like I, I couldn't listen to anything that wasn't punk if if that show was on the radio Like I didn't like Rancid I didn't like You like Rancid? Nah fuck no That shit was like uh, Radio punk to me mm. Like Anything that was on the radio I like underground punk shit I'm talking about like The Exploited Shit like the that The Virus Yeah that shit That's that scene that I grew up in Like the uh, punk core records Like The Virus Casualties Those were the main First couple bands That I got into And then they Those bands got me into Older shit Cause I would see those Full CDs And on the back They'd be wearing like a patch I'm like with the oxymoron and I go, that's how I found all yeah. these fucking bands and shit but yeah what's some of your favorite punk bands like from from, from from that era of you um bro. shit GBH I got them tattooed on me um uh Exploit is one of my sec uh, he's, I wouldn't say like second but one of my top uh UK Sus Broken Bones Anti-Norley I should have a bunch of posters in my room like of, like some of my favorite ones but I think top will be GBH. Another badass one is like Major Accident. I don't feel they're a little bit more uh, oi. It's like oi skinhead shit. Mm. Yeah, you remember? You ever seen a uh, Clockwork Orange? Yeah, yeah. You know, like the Drukes. Yeah. It's like they're like a Druke band. They're like mm. that style and shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. They dress all in white with like the fucking top hat and shit. They're like one of the main bands to do it like that style. Kind of like the Addicts. Yeah, same style, but they were. Uh, addicts are, I think, more famous, but Major Accident was like the underground one, like the fucking cool one to me. Yeah, was, yeah. Like, Cause the Addicts was one of like the first bands that I found. Like, for me, when I went into punk, it was from I was into like Slipknot and shit like like Lincoln Park. That's the shit I, you know, that I discovered at first. Like, you obviously go from probably, probably not paying attention to music. You're like listening to radio shit your parents play, and then one day you're like, what is this? And you actually like start listening to it. That was Slipknot and Linkin Park for me. After that, I found casualties. I saw some kid in my school walking around with a casualty shirt and then the font looked crazy as fuck to me. I was like, that shit looked fucking crazy. So I looked them up. I, I remember the first time I looked them up, I, I didn't know what it said because it's, the font looked crazy. So I couldn't find them, but eventually I found them and it was when Kazaa was around. You remember that shit? Probably not. No, no. So, for, I, so my internet back then was dial up. So it literally would take Overnight, I would leave the internet on overnight to download like two, three songs. Damn. It was crazy as fuck. So like, <laughs> I remember like I wouldn't get four records. Like I'd have like a couple songs would be like three songs from this record. That's how it was with like casualties. Like when people would be like, "What's your favorite record?" I'm like, "I don't fucking know. I like these songs, you know." Mm. Um, but yeah, casualties, and then 
addicts and then that's how I started getting deeper deeper and then those bands is what fucking got me into like old school punk and like I started discovering like old school shit you know Mm. I've been able to play with some crazy bands that like I see a lot of people on the hardcore scene now they be fucking with like Blitz you ever seen Blitz? Yeah, you play I played with Blitz in yeah. like 2003 before the a week after um, uh, the fool that plays in Blitz died and that was probably the last time that they ever fucking played was a week before when we got to play with them with my punk band this was before I even knew hardcore was to me like how old are you then? shit like 16? 2000, cause 2003 I was like 15 I was probably like 16, 17, like two years younger than you are right now. Damn. And I got to play with like a fucking legendary band that yeah. a lot of people now are probably like getting into like punk and that's just cool to me. I, I In the beginning, I used to be kind of like a little gatekeeper in a way. Now kind of, it, it's kind of like, oh, now you're getting into punk. But mm-hmm. like, you know, everybody goes in that at their own time. So sometimes like, I don't know. I, I get like that because I'm like fucking, I grew up with this shit. So like. Yeah. To see new people, it's like, you know. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of people are like, like a lot of people tell me, I was like, oh, you got into hardcore when you were sixteen. I'm yeah. like, bro, I've been been a rocker since day one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I remember like listening. I remember, I knew like I, my dad like showed me Simple Tura, like Metallica, like the hits, like. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember, I like like. Yeah, I remember. Like, I listened to a classic ever since I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know my shit. Like, I think I like not just to be cocky, but I feel like I know about music. Yeah, yeah Like yeah. about like rock music more than the average person because like I would like go to the library when I was like five and like I would see like like you remember you remember like Slash's band after that with Miles Kennedy. Oh yeah, was it um... Slash and the Conspiracy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like I remember I'll see that like on the library CDs. And I'll take that. And then I'll see like Anvil, like that documentary they did. Oh, for, oh, oh the CDs from the library. And yeah, shit? yeah. Dude, I remember getting like Bon Jovi. Yeah, yeah, me like, too. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I remember like I remember we got like the ballad hits. Like yeah, you know, yeah, just yeah. like listen to the ballads. Yeah. And then I remember like and then I found out you could order DVDs because yeah. like we didn't like like. Cause like I feel like every kid had a computer, but we're so poor we had computer. Yeah, yeah. So like, I ordered like Motley Crue live in like, and I remember one time I ordered Motley Crue like live at Carnival of Sins, and then, and then the librarian was like, was like, oh like this is like eighteen and older, and then my dad, and then I think I told my dad I was like, oh he said that you share like I didn't translate it like that. Yeah. And I was just like, oh like he said like if it's okay like with you, and he's like yeah yeah, and I remember like I got the DVD and then like, like first like. And once I'm all the so like girls were popping their titties out. That's when I got the first time my first pair of titties. Yeah, I was like yeah. five. God, no, not five, but like eight. Like yeah, and then yeah, yeah. but yeah, I remember, like I remember like I remember like at the library like like it, it's kind of crazy how that ties in. Like you get older and like because now they tore that library down to like kind of gentrification. Now they put on an apartment. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, damn, that's crazy. How, like my dad like we didn't have no money and like like when my parents like kind of divorced like we're like all right let's just go to the library like just to like fuck around yeah and, like, just ha- to kick it and shit use the internet thing yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and I don't even know how full Eddie Trunks mm-hmm. he's like a, he's like a ro- one of those like rock celebrities who like doesn't really do anything but he's just like uh, like has podcasts and like, like oh really yeah so like, like was he ever in a band or no, no he's just like he's, yeah he like he's like you know Monsters of Rock and all that yeah, shit like yeah. he'd be the dude like interviewing or like that they hire like a, like a rock celebrity yeah, in a yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. and I remember like he had like a book where it was like rock essentials and then I had like Wasp, Queen's Reach, like, oh, like Judas Priest, like all that shit. And then like I will like learn from that. It's like like hair metal and shit. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then like, well, and not hair metal because Judas Priest is more like fucking rocker, metal, yeah. rocker yeah. shit. Yeah. But yeah, like that's how I was like people. I'm like, dude, I, I was in my rocker shit. And then I remember one time when I was in middle school, I heard the Beastie Boys, Girls, and for some reason, like when I heard that song, I, I imagine a clown. Yeah. So, but I thought like that. I like I remember like somehow in my head, I was like, I, like. For some reason, I don't know how the fuck it happened, but I, I thought of the addicts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I didn't know who the addicts were. And I remember sure. one time, like, I went to, like, school and I saw a girl with, like, an addicts hoodie. Yeah. And then she had, like, you know, you could see, like, the, like, the logo or somewhere. That was yeah, it's like the addicts with his face. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I was like, what is that? I was like, a clown. I was like, yeah. this is so... And I was, like, so yeah. fascinated. I was like, I need to know what is this. Yeah. And I remember, like, for years, like, I would switch up clown. I would switch up, like, like something. Like, and, yeah, like yeah. for a long time, I would, like, find it. But until I eventually found it. Dude. But that's like the no, best I, feeling though when you look for these bands and you finally find them and shit yeah like uh, yeah. Sarcofago like I remember one time I was talking to this dude at the laundry man like yeah, I was yeah. just like I was like oh like cause he was like a metal metal head like and he was like I was like oh like and he told me the band name but I forgot and then I remember he told me about Agalog Agalog is like I feel like everybody who likes heavy music should listen to Agalog cause that band's so I fun. never heard of him I'm gonna check that check him out that's yeah. just like that's just like uh, like black metal to listen to the cold but oh, not like shit. cringy not like not like like ding, 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 ding. Yeah, it's yeah. more so like well done it's like it's like almost like it, check that shit out but like, everybody Agilog. should check out Agalock right now Agilog. yeah but that like I remember he told me about Agalock and then I was like he told me about Sarcofago he told me about Sodom 
So like, I remember like I've I've been into my metalcore, deathcore phase. I've been into my hair metal, punk, street punk, yeah, yeah. skate punk, hardcore, youth crew, a little bit of everything, black metal. I've been in my every phase. I haven't been. Oh, yeah. I never been in death metal phase, but yeah. But yeah, but how's Argentina? Argentina's cool, man. I grew up over there. Uh, I still remember like small things. I remember when my brother was born. I was four years old, and I remember like them taking my mom into the elevator on the stretcher, like little details. I remember seeing my brother, and like you know how they had those like plastic things where he's like probably all hooked up to the machine. And yeah. Shit. Like I remember seeing him in there. Uh, I remember going home that night. My pops and me, we had like played tennis at home. We had like a little tennis court. Um, but yeah, it was, it was fucking crazy. Um, shit, I, I remember like small things. Like I remember like certain blocks. Um, apparently when I was like young and shit, I was like mischievous. Is that the right word? Mis- uh, mischievous. mischievous. Yeah, I remember like we were, my mom was selling books at a at a book fair at a park and I fucking ran away. I was like six years old. I ran away and uh, they couldn't find me. My mom was going crazy. Like they were looking for me everywhere and they ended up finding me like um, a couple blocks away at an arcade for like six years old. Just what were you doing at the arcade? Just playing. playing <laughs> yeah. Damn, dude, I, I man, anything could have happened back then. Honestly, shit, if something would have happened, like fucking who knows if I would ever even be here, you know? I, like, so, was it walking distance or like? I think so. Like, I can, now I can't put it into distance because I can't remember. It was two blocks, three blocks, but mentally it felt like it was a couple blocks away. But yeah. shit, six for years a, old yeah, six for a parent, fucking dude. Shit. Yeah, okay. um, but yeah, man, fucking, I grew up. My pops used to take me to soccer games, um, so I'm a big fan of soccer. I mean, um, you guys got a good soccer team. You guys, are, you're lucky. Yeah, because we got Mexico. Mexico never wins. Yeah, like, I mean, like they like they, yeah, they never make it far. So yeah, we we have Chicharito in our in in Galaxy. Yeah, so yeah. It's like one Mexican. We had like a couple Mexican fools play. No, in the Argentinian team. Uh, no, no, no. Argentina only Argentinian plays. So the way soccer, do you kind of familiar with soccer? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, but nah, Mexican only play in Mexico. No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, you, like, growing up in Argentina, you had the Argentinian team. Oh, yeah, so yeah. So you're lucky that you have, like, you're from Argentina. Yeah, yeah. Your team is good. Yeah, our, like, local team has, like, one of, like, the craziest fans. Um, we're from Rosario Central. And, like, how big is Argentina? Um, fuck, I don't know to measure it. Like, wouldn't be able to tell you exactly like um well, what do you eat in argentina like asado, what? barbecues i went on for like barbecues like i'm talking about big ass barbecues i'm not talking about like oh nasada and like yeah. that al pastor we're talking about like entraña vacío uh ribs chorizo mocheja like our spread will be like seven or eight different types of meat like we're talking about like we have leftovers for like two three days we're eating barbecue because we make a show. And that's how it has to be, type of thing. No, no but not like literally. We've done it, but that's tradition. Yeah, it's it's just kind of how we do it. And the food, even when the barbecue gets cold the next day, that shit's still bomb. Like, we cut it into like small slices, like kind of like when you eat like uh, cold cut meats, you know, like salami yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how we cut the meat. We just eat it like that. Just Have you always bomb. been a big dude? Yeah, um, even when I was smaller, I think I, think I have. Um, my brother wasn't. My brother grew up looking more like my dad. Is your dad your, your brother's big now or? Yeah, my brother's uh, twenty nine. Uh, not like big, like. No, no, he looks uh, like you know how my. Oh, I don't know if you saw my dad. Yeah, my dad's yeah, skinny. Yeah. He looks like my dad. He's a little bit taller, uh, and I look like my mom's shorter and like bigger. Oh, okay, okay. That's all. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, and then my other brothers are fucking both taller than I am, and they're bigger than I am. So mm. those motherfuckers are big as shit. <laughs> and like, it's crazy because those fools are like thirteen, but. They're taller, so I'm like, damn, fucking like play fucking football. So like fuck you, yeah. Yeah, nah, they're like super like chill. Uh, they're kind of like growing up to, into their own self though. Like, I don't think they figure out like what they're into and shit. You know, like at that age where they're at now, I think it's when I was starting to discover like punk shit. Yeah, yeah. So that was like my hobby for them. I don't think they got to that point yet. You know. Yeah. So um, so you came, so you came to LA. I mean, you came to America. Why? Why'd you? Why'd your parents decide to come to America? Um, you know, it's just like I mean, yes, future, but- like obviously it's like the main goal coming to America and shit. My pops, like I said, we were talking about it earlier, and um, yeah, my pops came here in 1996. Uh, didn't know English, didn't know anybody. Um, he like, I don't know how he like found a job, but eventually like 
he's helping out in the cable company, saved enough money to get himself like a little work truck. And the year after, he like flew us in, so we got here in '97. All of us sleeping in sleeping bags in the studio because you know that's all he could afford. None of us knew English. I I learned English in the hood. Um, all my neighbors were black. <laughs> I think I had one Mexican neighbor uh, below us, um, but everybody else was black. So I learned English, um, like in Inglewood, uh, and it was it was crazy because like um, I learned like when I started going to school, it was in third grade when I started here in the U.S. And I had a bilingual teacher, but I think a little bit after that's when they stopped doing bilingual classes. You know how like we can't afford it, so they took all that shit off. So they don't have that now. But back then, my teacher was uh, like half and half. So that's why I, it helped me learn. Because I don't know if like if I wouldn't have had that, I don't know if I would have learned the English as fast. Obviously, like with the kids and shit, yeah, yeah. you know. But my fucking vocabulary growing up, like half the shit I probably like nowadays can't say shit you know like I can't yeah. say what I used to say when I mm, yeah, yeah. but the thing is that like I grew up around that yeah. and like to some people like yeah this and that but like I understand so now like obviously I adapt with the times and like shit like that and I respect it because it may be like offensive to to other people but back then like it was like the norm and it was like the fucking people I was kicking it with I didn't know it was the wrong thing plus I was like seven or eight years old oh, yeah. like you know what I mean yeah. so um, it times were different but that's that's how I learned English uh, then we fucking moved to Downey. I lived in Downey, then Fresno, Oregon, because my pops used to work for a cable company, and they were hired him to do, like, oh, we built this new building. We need you to wire all the rooms. So they would go with, like, a whole crew, and they'd be like, this is a a, a project for three months. So oh, yeah, yeah. we'd be living in Oregon for three months. Um, but, yeah, shit, shit was fucking, it was crazy. So we, we were out there. I remember I was in Oregon when, in fifth grade. And then uh, after that, we moved to Torrance uh, when I was in sixth grade. And uh, you know where Torrance is at? Yeah. Um, we lived in a hotel. Like, it, it was a motel. It wasn't in a hotel. So we were, there were literally one bed. Like, you go into a motel, it's a bed, a little kitchen, uh, like a table. It's not even a kitchen. Uh, it's like a small-ass studio. And we lived there for, for quite some fucking time before we moved into, like, our first, like, nice little... House. Yeah, it was like a, not a house, but it was like a condo where we live. Like you drive in and there's a couple houses, you know. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, that that was in Lomita. That was like a nice fucking area. Like after living like in all, all like fucking hood parts and shit, it was yeah. you know it's cool like to live in a nice little neighborhood. But we were there for a while before we moved to Linwood, and we've been here for like twenty twenty something years. Like I'm fucking time. Yeah, yeah, so pretty much, I guess you can say I'm literally from Linwood because I've been here like more than half my life. I yeah. say like two thirds of my life I've been here. So yeah, from the wood. Yes, sir. <laughs> and um, after, so you're a kid. You got in. How, you got into punk. Um, how did you get into hardcore? Or how? Or how, yeah, how did you get into hardcore? Um, hardcore was like so. I was into punk. I had been in a couple punk bands. Um, I didn't know at the time Minor Threat was hardcore. I didn't know Chromax was hardcore. I actually have a tape, like a VHS, that has like uh, Exploited, uh, GBH, um, Chromax, and I don't know who else. So all punk bands. So I'm, Chromax is fucking punk to me. Yeah. And when I hear it, that shit's just like, it's punk to me. That's yeah. why, like, I never knew there was something different. So yeah. Um, I was into like punk the whole time, but I guess I did listen to Minor Threat, which is hardcore. So here and there, a couple of hardcore bands that I didn't know were hardcore. Um, but I think it was like 2008, 2009, I was in one of my bands, and that's when um, my homie Juan, which was cool with Walter, uh, brought Walter over to my practice at the time. I was in a band called End on End. It was the last band I was in before right now. And uh, it was a punk band. Then Walter, that's when he asked me to fucking be in it. I don't know if you want me to repeat like how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he like uh, comes to the practice. I don't can't remember if it was the same day that he uh, hits me up or the next day. But he's like, "Yo, like, uh, once see if you're fucking down to fill in for tour because our bass player can't tour anymore. His job." I was like, "I'm fucking down. I'm fucking like 19 years old. Never been on tour. Like, I love this fucking rocking shit. You know, yeah, like yeah. I love playing music. So." 
fuck yeah, let's go. And then, like, an hour later, he calls me back. And he's like, yo, Carlos says that fool wants you, like, in the band, like, full-time. We down to just be in the band. I was like, shit, I'm down. Would I even, like, take it into consideration, like, damn, this shit's gonna... I'm gonna be gone, like... And at the time, uh, with Riding On in the beginning, like, we were making money. We were, we were go play a show. I remember we played one time in Reno. Uh, we showed up. The only person there was a promoter. And we got paid 10 bucks, like, total. Like, 10 bucks for everything like like um, you guys play a show in Reno Reno is like Nevada like we're Vegas. Uh, Vegas. it's, it's okay. like one of those like side yeah, yeah um, and wait wait and was there people at the show or no the only person who was a promoter the promoter didn't even promote show like the show so there was one person that was a promoter it was that fool the fool that booked the show was a the person there it was at a bar we were literally playing for each other like for the other bands Dang. dude you know what's crazy I think I don't know if Solstice was on that show cause I remember the homie Marlon being there and Marlon was part of like that those fools you know like crew and shit so yeah dude it was like fucking nobody but yeah like I was in a punk band and Riding Out was like the first hardcore band so like once I got in Riding Out I was like well you know I, I gotta like check out some of this music to like so I could start coming up with writing shit so, yeah. so writing out got you into hardcore joining writing out got you into hardcore yeah well that was like the shit that was like well now I need to kind of dive into this shit to get familiar with this shit cause like you know I don't wanna like be in a punk band if I don't know shit about punk or like like stand behind that shit like so yeah. it's kind of one of those things like I'm not a, trying to be a poser so I was like I have to like kind of dig in that's my mentality now you can fucking play in whatever band you want listen to whatever the fuck you want but, like, I was like, I need to get it, like, figure this shit out. Not figure it out, but, like, study a little bit. So, yeah, I started, I remember my first, like, hardcore show was Verse and Half Heart at Chain Reaction in 2007. And, like, I went to that show, and, like, I, I'm used to pitting, like, Circle Pit, yeah. like, punk show shit. So, like, these fools are, like, moshing, and while fools are two-stepping, I'm just running around, pushing everybody. Fools are, like, trying to two-step. I'm just knocking everybody over Like I'm in the front Like yeah. shaking people People like What the fuck is wrong With this fool Like yeah. it was just A different vibe You know And fools are just like I never learned How to two step Or mosh It was just never My shit I was always like You can't one Nah I never tried mm -hmm. to Nah I know, I know some people Fucking probably Practice that shit In their house Like <laughs> I know That's like a thing yeah. Um, But yeah I, never, I was like I'm not gonna do that Cause I was like I'm not gonna try to learn How to mosh At a show uh, let alone fucking come home and do that shit. <laughs> so, um, I just, yeah, but yeah, uh, that was the first hardcore that's, me, that's, that's gonna be the title episode. Tank from running out does yeah. not know how to hardcore. Yeah, I don't know how to, yeah, that's that's just never been my shit. My shit's the circle pin, like. So you're, you're more of a punk than a hardcore kid. Like, still. Yeah. Like, you know, there's, like, there's like people get into punk. There's, like, hardcore kids that come from punk. Yeah. But they're, like, you know, they, they eventually become hardcore kids. You're more, yeah. you're more punk. You're way yeah, more. Yeah, 100%. Um, I like. Uh, hardcore bands I've fucking Been around The hardcore scene more Because like Riding out Like the it's whole time been, Not just that Like we toured So much Over the years That I've met Like other bands And like I've got homies I've been home with homies With some people That weren't in bands Back then That are probably in bands Now that are like Bigger than Riding out Or like Shit like that You know what I mean So like I've met a lot of people Through hardcore So I feel like I know More hardcore people Than I do punk Cause mm. Once I joined Riding Out, like, I kind of um, was in this scene more than I was in the punk scene. Like, I lost touch with some of the people um, from that scene. But it's crazy because going back to when I started going to Galaxy Games, this Angel City Brigade, I got in touch with a lot of my old homies, my punk homies. Mm. Because most of the supporters uh, in that group, in Angel City Brigade, are like punk kids that mm. I grew up going to shows with. And fools that were in bands that I used to go watch, like, in backyard shows, like band called All Out Attack has a girl singer um, her name's Vanessa uh, the, the she's married to a dude named John which was a bass player originally and he used to do backups but to me these fucking bands were like the shit that like I fucking love this shit like damn shout out fucking Defied All Out Attack uh, The Smurfs uh, Los Niños de la Tierra these are all like local bands that eventually like now like I know these fools and they're like homies and shit but um, they don't fucking play but you know what I mean Like now they fuck with right now And it's like yo To be honest like It was thanks to like You fools that like Inspired me to like you Play music up, yeah, yeah. And eventually I'm here now You know Somehow led me to this path So it's crazy It's like fucking Full circle type shit You know Did any uh 
But I never like I don't know. I mean, I don't know how it is now, but I mean, I feel like it's always been a thing. Like everybody talks shit of like, damn, like like you're a hardcore kid now, or like you just like. Um, no, not really. I see, cause like, like people are like follow on Instagram and shit. Like I have a half, half and half crowd, cause I have like punk homies. Um, but they never they never say shit. They the only things that like punk is will talk shit about is like hardcore dancing and shit yeah. like that. And I don't really give a fuck about it, you know. Yeah. But the thing is that like I don't like to talk shit about it because like people fucking that's how people dance for writing out. So yeah. how am I gonna talk shit? On yeah. So it's like everybody can do whatever the fuck they want. I just never got into that. Like I never learned that. And this is my shit. But yeah. just the way it is doesn't mean that it's wrong because I don't do it, you know. So it's like. Fucking do which one, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a video on that, but you can't. I think you deleted the video that you kicking at. You kicking oh, that fucking guy. Yeah, yeah. For it was crazy because Ben was like, "Yo, you killed that fool." Because apparently, like, they took that fool out. Like, he didn't oh. die though. He, oh, I was like, nah, he's not dead. Nah. I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crazy. They're not gonna get you for. Nah. for that. They're gonna get you for killing someone. Yeah, it's crazy. But the thing was that like. It wasn't just I just kicked him Because I was like Piece of shit It was like <laughs> That fool had literally Gone up there And he was up there For like I don't know how long fool. He literally had a beer in hand And he would literally Go up to Carlos While like We're playing live yeah. We're the only fools on stage And he's standing next to Carlos And he'd just be like And Carlos is like What the fuck And eventually he, It's like if he was like Literally Didn't Asking think people saw him on yeah. stage Like he's walking around Like if he was a ghost Like yo You're in the middle of a set and he goes up to like trying to say what's up, and Carlos kind of like turns around like, "We'll get out of here." And this know? was like a big, like a, a, a big like theater, and it was like a theater. Yeah, yeah, it, the stage was fucking high as shit. And then like he goes up to like I don't know George, and then finally I was I kept seeing him like from across the stage, and I was like, I was getting like you know annoyed. And eventually like he tries to come up to Benji to get like because you can see it in the video he he's about to dab Benji up, and I'm like, man, fuck this was. <laughs> I went like toss, toss that fool out for him. We just, you can see Carlos looks over and he's just laughing and shit. But yeah. what show was that? Uh, it was uh, in Atlanta. Do you know what's crazy? I had a homie that was doing merch for writing out at the time. He said that during our set, like, he kind of 10 people were getting carried out, like, from the pit. So people were knocked out, like, 10 people during that our set. Like, out of just the pit being crazy? Yeah, or? like... He would just see people getting carried out of the pit, like just passed out, or like fucking. What the fuck? Yeah, it was crazy. It was it was on the uh, the Knock Loose tour. Oh okay. It, it was, was, uh, was stick to your guns. Yeah. Okay. It was uh, stick to your guns. Who was uh no? Kesha Stream was the next tour, but yeah. Running out, uh, running out, running out. Stick to your guns. Knock Loose. C Space Cowboy and yeah, yeah. and Candy, no? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Can so it was like Candy. Oh no, C Space Cowboy, Candy, us. Yeah, yeah. And a stig And then fucking I think That's gonna sound crazy I think that's the first time I ever saw you guys Oh really? On, on that tour yeah. I think Yeah yeah, yeah cause, No One of our wildest tours No 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 no, no. The first time I saw you guys Was this LA Never mind yeah. yeah yeah Oh this LA with uh, Instead and um. No no that was the uh, Infested No no that was the The free show Was the Balba Buried Dreams I'm Oh Drain, shit Deadly, Union Front You talking uh, about that, that That boxing warehouse? The 1720 warehouse Oh shit! Oh, you're talking about more recent times. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking yeah. about like the no, yeah, first yeah. for the children. Yeah, no, yeah, no. This is this okay, is. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. I mean, that's all. I was like, I think you forget that. Like, I'm younger, so like. Yeah. I, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, my first like real hardcore like, because I, I I was like I was like into like I was into like I was into like metal, but like deathcore, and then like yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I I was like going to those shows, but like my first real like I feel like when my life like it was like all right like I like hardcore. Like, this is hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Was that terror show with when Total Retaliation came out? Oh yeah, yeah. It was okay. terror. You're the knife. Candy. Arms way and backtrack. Then that that was like after our like time where we were like hitting it hard because when we dropped yeah, Street Pride we were fucking grinding. Like, no, no, this is like way this, like you. I saw you like after Walter like yeah. like this was when you guys got back together. You guys oh, already. Oh, broken. this is twenty like eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh like, shit. I, this is like all recent. Like okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, it's wild. <laughs> yeah, twenty eighteen was dope. Show at the Pelasco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show's wild. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's yeah. All right, so you uh, you, so shit, had a brain fart. Had a fucking brain fart. Well, you're asking like uh, how I got into like hardcore and shit. Yeah, but do you like do you listen to hardcore now or do you like hardcore now? I do. Um, like uh, like do you genuinely like it or is it more so like an appreciation? No, no, like, I are, like it. Like uh, for example. Uh, one of my favorite bands currently is that band Speed. So mm. Speed, um, is an Australian man that fucking 
it's made by two i don't i don't i'm not saying they just started i'm saying that they're in it um two dudes that i've met before they were in this band called um fuck it's with the r i can't remember um the two brothers or no damn Relent- relentless mm. so this band called relentless we toured with them fucking years ago it's probably like 2011 something like that fucking years ago um and the homie was uh deco was in that fucking band dennis and um so i've kept in touch with them and shit and like we always talk on ig this and that and then he started this band so when he started coming out i remember when they dropped the first song i was like yo it's just fucking sick and like dude finally got to see him at this is uh, uh not this hardcore fucking free yeah they came down for the first time but i had been following them since like they kind of started and he was like the whole pandemic yeah. like i would see them drop songs like yo it's just fucking hard like it reminds me of like Stay cold, like trapped on the ice type shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah really, definitely, yes. Yeah. Like that vibe, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I like that style, but I've never really always been into like the heavier shit. For me, it was more punk shit. So for me, like, you want something fast instead of yeah. Heavy. For a long time, I was into like youth crew. Mm, like, okay. yeah, yeah. like the you remember that band, the first step and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that was like my shit. Like now it's funny because now I'm like getting into like. uh Floor punch. I didn't get into floor punch back then, but I hear him now. I'm like, your shit's fucking sick. But um, oh, you know what's crazy? So you asking how I got into hardcore? So I remember the actual first hardcore band I ever heard was Comeback Kid. Mm. Um, this happened because I went to go see a, a show, a punk show, and I will always stay there because this this venue that's down the street right here in Southgate is called the Allen Theater. Um, I got cool with the owner. I was like 15. I got cool with the owner, which is an older dude, and his wife. Which she used to work the ticket booth, and then they had a daughter. She the was my age. There? Yeah, but it closed down. They were gonna renovate it, and then I think the city just made it harder and harder. Like, oh well, you need to do this now. You know, and, and eventually they ran out of money, so I just stayed shut down. And um, but yeah, it never opened up. But point is, like, uh, I got cool with the daughter and everything, so they would fucking eventually like I would get into all the shows for free. So think about like a chain reaction. This was like the hood chain reaction. So because <laughs> like a lot of tours will come down, they will play. At uh, what's that showcase theater? You know, yeah. remember that one? Yeah. In Corona, and then it would play here. Yeah. So there was those. Those were like t- the two main spots. So like every punk tour would play here at the, at the Allen Theater. So I got to see many. That's where I played with Blizz and shit. So, um, but I remember after the show was done, everybody was cleaning up. The sound guy was playing music, and I was like, "What the fuck? This sounds like the singer of Unseen." Because Unseen, they switch singers, and the bass mm. player sings sometimes. So I heard it. And I was like, "What the fuck?" So I asked him, he's like, yo, this is some scenes, a nice man called Comeback Kid. I'm like, what the fuck? So I went home and I checked them out and like, I got into them. And that was the, I listened to them before Half Heart and Verse. Like, Comeback Kid was like the band that I was like, I knew it was hardcore and I knew what I was getting into. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So was, what, are you, what are your parents saying? Like, they're like, dude, they, they come from Argentina and then they see you like playing like these huge places. Like, a lot um, of people singing your lyrics. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like they have they seen running all that? Yeah, you know it's crazy. Their first show I ever seen me was our last show in twenty fifteen. Really? And it was a like packed ass house, and they had never like seen us play. My dad was just like, "Oh, we just plays a little guitar, like yeah. shit, you know, so, yeah, and like a little bar." Yeah, like. <laughs> and not never like thought of anything of it, but till that show that where they came out, and after that, like that fool, like it, it was never the same. Like those fools kind of knew it was like something serious, you know. It's not like. Cause they had seen me play before at the Allen Theater with my other band and like a couple people, you know, but yeah. nothing like this. They were just like, "What the fuck?" and everybody singing along. Um, but me growing up, like my mom was just hella supportive to me. She was cool with everything. She was as long as you're not fucking doing stupid shit. You like you can wear what you want. You can dress mm. however you want. Legit, like my mom fucking bought me a sewing machine for one of my birthdays, cause so I could sew my patches on. Mm. So she was super supportive. Like, she didn't give a fuck. I had tight pants. She would help me tie my pants up. Like, she would fucking... And one time, I remember one time I got in trouble because I, I used to wear, like, a bullet belt, like, bondage belt with the rings. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was fucking... I used to dress crazy. You were punked out? I was punked the fuck out. Like, some some fools would probably never see that shit, you know? I, I wish I would have took more pictures, but I think at the time I, I was like, nah, no pictures, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, like... I got in trouble for having a bullet ball. They took me to the principal's office and like, they made my mom come down to like pick it up. And they're like, like, do you know your like son dresses like that? Like, she's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like, he's he's not doing anything like wrong. He's like, as long as he's like, not fucking hurting anybody or like fucking with nobody else. She's like, 
I don't give a fuck, you know? So they were like, surprising my mom was cool with everything. My pops would never give a fuck. I remember like, my pops was like strict, not strict, but like he was a hard ass, so like we were always like. Old school. Yeah, so we always had respect for that. I remember like, when I got my first tattoo, like tried to hide it and like I was, we were eating and uh, it was like kind of poking out. I was probably like. Where'd you get it? 17, it was this one, like, it's like the most faded one. It's like a Grim Reaper. Then you got that big one? Full, yeah, yeah I was like okay. 17. So he fucking did that shit. Uh, and then I was, it was sitting like this, kind of poking out. My dad's like, what is that? And I was like, fuck. I was like, oh, I tried to kind of brush it. I was like, oh, it's a tattoo. He's like, all right. And that's kind of all it was. But like, I was like scared, you know? Huh. But he didn't have to say, my dad was like much of like talking. We were just had respect for him because like, my dad was a hard ass. Then my grandpa was a fucking boxer. So like, mm-hmm. both these fools are like, just fight all the fucking time. Like my pops, even here in the U.S., like fool get like into bar fights and shit come home with like stitches like on his head like I'm crazy shit um but yeah like I, I was scared but they fucking been cool with it the whole time and I think after like he came to that show he was more cool cause like before I used to leave on tour and he was always like a bad vibe with that fool um cause when I first started touring I would have to save money to go on tour cause we weren't making money so like I would save a couple hundred bucks and it's like well this can help me survive on tour yeah. you know like Cause we, like I said, we weren't getting paid shit, so <clears throat> it's crazy that we made it through that hard part in the beginning. You yeah, know, yeah. So. Damn. that's wild, man. Damn. And what are you print? And have your parents? Well, how was a uh, drug addiction? Um, parents never touched drugs at all. No, like, uh, like when you got through drug addiction. Oh, um, so it, it all started. I think I did coke. I w- I didn't smoke weed till like I was. Past 18 I think 18 was 18, 17 But before that I had homies to smoke And when I was like Punk, punk Like Fucking I would put a bandana Over my face Cause I don't want to Smell the weed and shit I was like A good kid Um Why? Just I don't know I think I always respected The freedom my parents Gave me to do What I wanted So like mm-hmm. I feel like For me to go and Uh I don't know if it's Cause you're like Bite the hand to feed you Or like yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, take for granted the, the freedom they're, they're giving me. Like, it's kind of, like, disrespectful. And then, like, you know, because I, I know a lot of kids are fucking bad kids because their parents are probably, like, strict on them. I'm not saying it's all their parents' fault. I'm, you know, it, it yeah, could be yeah. a bunch of shit. But it can start from, like, a parent being, like, super strict on you. Like, um, like yeah. not letting you do shit. So you want to rebel. You want, like, nah, fuck that. Like, my parents give me all the fucking freedom. So I'm like, why am I going to fuck this up and do something dumb when I get all, I get to do whatever I want? So I think that's kind of held me back. But did you even drink? Uh, no, I didn't drink at all. Uh, like till after, I think my first drink was like a Smirnoff Ice, which was like the sweet one. It wasn't like the vodka. Yeah. Um, I I was in still living in Omida, so was that six, seven, probably like seventh, eighth grade. The first time I drank, and that's it was like half a bottle, and I've never drank again till like probably twenty one. Mm. Uh, but yeah, like eighteen, I started smoking weed. I started ditching school. Uh, I met this homie named Twiggy, which was like a punk kid too, and um, he got me into a bunch of cool bands like SCRS, South Central Rise Squad, and shit. And where's Twiggy now? Um, Twiggy, uh, Twiggy passed away, man. He passed away a couple years ago, so he moved up north. But um, I'm not sure if it was like drug addiction, but he was one cool fucking cat. Like I remember, um, his mom used to drop his sister off at school where I went to school and they would go home so what I would do I would hide outside of my school and wait for them to get there and I would jump in her car mm-hmm. and go back to his house and then the mom would go to work so me and this fool walk down the street to their ho- his homies pad and we would all like fucking pick up from the hood like this was South Central we yeah. would walk to the hood like ghetto as fuck like how you see like movies like a, a cul-de-sac ending shit yeah. with like a low rider I live in South Central okay well yeah. fucking yeah. like it, the spot where we would pick up was kind of like you remember training day like like yeah, that so yeah. we were like fucking 14 15 year old kids like fucking going in to pick up a fucking five sack of of stress because kush wasn't even around it was like chronic and stress um but yeah that's when i started smoking weed back then and then um but yeah like we had smoked for a long time but eventually like i think i did coke uh, years later i did like a key bump and it didn't do much but uh eventually yeah like fucking i i got into to mess like smoking meth um it was mostly like I think it started off as in like yo I'm trying to party and I was tired and the homie was kind of hitting it and he didn't offer it to me well he kind of like was like you know it's here if you want it but he wasn't like 
yo, get high with me. So it's one of those things where I was like, you know what, fuck it, let me try. So I hit the fucking pookie and, man, it was crazy as fuck. <laughs> like, I got lit. And after that, like, for, I think I was on it for like a year and a half. Um, it was crazy, dude, because, like, even when I was working, uh, I had my own shop and, like, the fool I would pick up from whenever he would come and get his car serviced, he would, like, he'd be like, hey, like, under the, the driver's seat, he's like, I left you something, so he would leave me sacks. So, like, I would always have G on me. Like, fucking, I would wake up first thing, fucking line up, fucking break up, fucking hit that line for ready for the day. Like, everything I would do was just fucking meth, and I was on one for, like, crazy one. Like, meth is no joke, man. But, so, fast forward, fa- like, fast forward a couple years later, like, I was telling you earlier, like, were you on meth while I'm running out? Uh, yeah. I played, uh, This Is Hardcore, like, meth the fuck out. I was lit, dude. Um, I had fucking dropped a gang away. I don't think those was noticed, but I had, just, like, yeah, I had dropped, I was probably, like, a extra large, because I wear 2X, but I was, like, extra large going into large, like, Damn. yeah, so, um, but yeah, fucking, it was crazy. Did, so, did the first one running out know? Nah, they didn't even know. They, they didn't notice, because I, I used to, like, you couldn't tell Like that I was on one You're a functioning addict Yeah Which was fucked up Because that That enables you to like Continue to Fuck yourself up Without people Did they ever know years later Like now I think Yeah now Yeah I tell them like What used to be Fucking on one Like they knew that I used to do shit They knew that I had fuck with it And like It was never like I did it behind their back Type shit It was like you did it and it didn't and never Yeah, it was up. never like, hey, I did fucking G. Like, I, would, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have to, t- there was no reason to tell him. It was just kind of like, <laughs> I'll go to the bathroom, fucking hit a line, I'll come out like full. Like, just crazy shit, man. It was wild. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but so, like, the way I cut that was like that, like I said that day, I went over, I think it was like New Year's Eve, right? So my homies were like, we're kicking it, we're kicking it, but I would spend time with my family Christmas and New Year's Eve, uh, like New Year's and shit. So as soon as it hit 12, we all celebrate with my family, blah, blah. We kick it for a while. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to go kick it with the homies like around one. Everybody's always partying around that time. So I like link up. I'm driving. Oh, right before I leave, I was already fucking lit. I was on one. That was so anxious to leave because like that shit makes you like that. And um, the homies are like, yo, you want to take a dab? So I'm like, all right, fuck it. So I hadn't taken a dab in a long time. So I take the fat ass dab. Fool, I, I get so high that it was... Think about like the craziest paranoid feeling times a thousand because like my mind is lit, so <laughs> yeah. it's crazy feeling, dude. I've never felt like that ever in my life, and I was fucking going crazy driving. And I'm like, I don't know how I didn't crash because like I was so focused on this conversation that I was having with myself that I wasn't paying attention to what I was doing. Like, so I was driving and, I, and I'm talking out loud, like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, and that thought of like getting that phone call by the hospital or something saying like, hey, you're fucking brother you know god forbid my mom or i ever get a phone call like that from anybody you know from homies whatever like yo your fucking brother like something happened you gotta come here and i show up and like this fool is you know like some crazy i don't fucking you know fuck talking out, yeah. about it like yeah. that scares me because i don't want the jinx it or like something but yeah. something he's he's not gonna be with us for a long time and the last like 10 minutes i get to spend with this fool is like i'm fucking tweaked out that shit fucking hit me like crazy. I just remember, I don't even remember getting to my homies that night. I think I remember I ended up going home and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not meaning, and I got home and I like stayed by myself just with those thoughts and like, dude, I think that was the last time. That's that it. I, so your love for family kind of like. My brother, dude, my brother, like the thought of that fool or yeah, it's like him and my mom. Cause you know, like it could easily be that my dad, like I wouldn't want to, you know, fucking be on some shit last couple minutes I spent with my dad but my brother's what came to mind so yeah like the thought of that voice will fucking pull me through you know it's crazy yeah. it's crazy if you like if you didn't have a good relationship with them maybe you wouldn't give a fuck yeah I would've been like man I would've just kept going but that thought I don't know why it came into my head where I'm like driving I'm lit and it's like Damn. what if you get this call and that and thought just, just it key. just came out of nowhere for like nothing set that off like nobody said something like oh you know your brother blah and then put that the thought of my yeah, brother yeah. in my head it just came out of nowhere and like it just took me out and that was the last time I like I fuck with glass and like never never after that man and, I, and, and, and there was no temptations after that um or like that full yeah, like, hey, like, yeah but I remember like towards that time like I would get it and I would just throw it away it was hard it, fuck it it was temptation cause like 
I'm like, because I didn't see nothing wrong with it, you know? Because I'm like, I'm, I could do what I'm doing with it. Like, it doesn't matter, you know? And I get it for free, so I'm like, I'm not fucking spending money. So, like, I saw nothing wrong with it, but I still did it. I was like, nah, fuck that, fuck that. And, like, eventually kicked it to the curb. Where now, like, somebody was to bring it and dangle that shit in front of my face, I'd be like, get that shit out of here. Like, like not at all. No temptation now. Like, here and there, like, sometimes, like, I'll, I'll if I want to party, like, here and there, like, I'll probably be like, for example, um... We went to a party. I can't remember when it was. Maybe like two months ago. And um, I was like, I want to get, I want to get lit. So I bought like a fucking gram of, of yeah, you know. So yeah. I fuck with coke here and there. I have homies that fuck with that shit all the time. But for me, it's like I legit have to be at a party or super drunk to be like, yo, let me get a bump, you know. But I'm not like, I gotta get a sack every day before I go. I know fools that like, hey, where's the sack? What's this? And it's just like, nah, you know. I I I barely leave my fucking house. I stay here just fucking video games play music the only time I leave is to go practice or work or go eat you know but I'm fucking homebody 100% not not like in my 20s 20s I was out and about you know and what do you like about video games that made it to streamer I don't know um, I did it because like pandemic hit we weren't touring um, I wish we would have like wrote more music because I think that was a perfect time for somebody to write a record and put it out because people were bored and they were at home like with nothing to do so it's like fucking what better time to put out a record with motherfuckers sit on that shit and have nothing but time to listen to all of it but or, we at, le- or at least an EP yeah something a couple songs <laughs> but we didn't do it man we didn't do that shit we just like stayed chilling and then eventually I was like started playing games and um fucking I bought a PC and when I started streaming like I made money from streaming and I, it paid for the PC so essentially all that shit like I got it from streaming <laughs> so I just did it for fun I like playing video I like playing like GTA I like shooting people on Call of Duty and uh, streaming and people just stop by and just fucking chill sometimes they donate money sometimes they just sub like anything it's crazy man like, I'd be watching fools just play it's just I don't know it's crazy dude it's wild <laughs> but it's cool it's cool I like that shit alright and uh, before we wrap this up anything you want to talk shit on? Shit, nah, man. I don't mm. think I'm. No more negativity. Nah, I mean, there's nothing that's like popped up where I'm like, man, fuck this shit. Except fuck LAFC, you know. Yeah. That's the other fucking team in LA that you know we got beef with and shit. So it's the only team that I talk shit. Fuck San Jose too, you know. Not the city, <laughs> the the team, the earthquakes. <laughs> but besides that, yeah, no, yeah. That's the only beef we have is just you know the LA Galaxy fan. That's it. But besides that, like. Cool, everybody got no beef with nobody. I can go anywhere and nobody is like, what's this fool doing here? Because I like to keep it that way. I like to free roam fool. I have no beef. Just good time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're going to do this or that and we're going to wrap it up. Okay? Yeah. You're going to do what? Uh, this or that. So I'm going to say like, rotting out or alpha and omega type shit. And then you pick oh, okay, okay, I got you. Cool, All cool. right, ready? Yeah. Coke or Fanta? Coke. Wait, well, what Fanta though? Any fancy. If you could get, if you can, if you can have unlimited Coke, well, like, so I don't Coke. know. I think Coke because I feel like Coke, I can drink more of it without getting tired. But I love strawberry Fanta, but I feel like it'd be too sweet. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do Coke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Black Flag or Dead Kennedy? That's a tough one. Black Flag, but I heard Dead Kennedy's first. It was also one of the first punk bands I heard. Pantera or some Bultura? Sheesh, I just saw Sepultura. Fuck. That's a tough one. Ah, uh, fuck, Sepultura. Sepultura? Yeah. Um, they kept it the realest, the, the realest, like, throughout their whole lives compared to, like, you know, fucking fell on Selma. Yeah, yeah, You know, so yeah, yeah. it was fucking borderline shit, so. Mago de Oso Rata Blanca. I mean, I will have to say Rata Blanca because they're Argentinian, but. I fucking love Mago de Oz. Mago de Oz is yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah, they're sick. But yeah, Rata Blanca, is, that's Argentinian shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the only big Argentinian rock band, right? Like, in that style, yeah. But if you think, like, Cure, there was a huge band called Soda Stereo. Soda Stereo, also a city from Argentina. Massive. Yeah, 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 I'm talking about, like, that fool was like, the, yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. girls love that for Have you seen Viva Latino Like uh, they played uh, I think Musica Ligera is like a big video Where it's like oh, nah. See of people just like But like you know like Oh yeah I've seen it like The Nirvana ones But where everybody plays One song right No and no no So it's like Sol Estereo You know Viva Latinas What is it like A big concert thing It's like a Mexican Coachella where, like, Oh shit You yeah. know I've heard the name Yeah so like It's like But it's like I think It's like a famous video Where like 
Or take 2010 or something where like, they're playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, like live like shit where they're like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, they stop it. And then like, and then everybody's singing but like a sea of people, oh, like a sea. And it's like, yeah, yeah, and it's like sick. raining. And then, but it's like slow, like. I'm gonna have to check that yeah, out. Yeah, that's, that's just like, and then, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah. that's just, ooh, like goosebumps. It's crazy because that fool sang and he played all those songs. Because some of those songs are crazy. Like, that one's just a simple riff, but some of his like other shit is wild dun, to be. Dun, like, yeah, like, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine playing that shit while singing. Yeah. You know, like, it's fucking wild, but. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Maldita vecindad de Tijuana, no. Maldita vecindad. Yeah. Yeah. Death or cold as life. You know what's crazy? I don't. I'm not too familiar with neither one. Damn. That's you know what? That, you know what? If I had to, death or because I I have heard death or song and that shit's like punk. Yeah. Like it's really? like heavy. Yeah. It's like, um, or am I thinking all out war? Thinking of all out war. Death or is pretty hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you consider them like blood for blood type of like hardcore, you know, like fucking. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, same like fans, but like blood for blood, I feel like it's like blood for like, blood, like yeah, that fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and then death row is more like yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, like, cool. Yeah, yeah, I think blood for blood is more like I can feel like skinheads getting into it. Like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, uh, Metallica or Slayer. Sheesh, Slayer. You know, I saw them both at Big Four. Um, I actually went with, with Luis. Luis? Uh, Alpha Omega. Oh, yeah. It was me, Luis, Alpha Omega, the homie Edgar, plays in Peace by Peace, Chad from uh, Newfound Glory. Um, I don't know, it was a band full of us, and we rolled up, and um, we saw them. But I remember, like, uh, it was like Slayer, Anthrax, uh, Metallica, and Megadeth. So... We saw Anthrax open up, Megadeth was kind of boring, so we left to get beer. So, <laughs> we said we were getting beer, and we made it just in time, where the, the lights just turned all red, and fucking Slayer comes out, and it was just like... And, oh, and Megadeth played before Slayer? Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was like, Anthrax, Megadeth, Slayer, Metallica. Dun, dun, dun. Dude. <laughs> it was crazy, because like, their stage was just literally just red. It wasn't like no special lights, it was just... Red stage for Evil's fucking just Slayer. It was like you know what song I would like to hear him open up. Like, well, I never, I never saw Slayer, but yeah. Skeletons of uh, Art, Skeletons of Society, dude, that'd be dun, fucking down. Yeah, I want to hear Slayer on yeah. the way back. Slayer was fucking sick, dude. It was, it was Evil's fuck. So yeah, Slayer. Metallica was sick because Metallica is Metallica, yeah. like fucking legends, you know. Oh baby, but, yeah. dude, they they were sick as fuck though, man. Dude, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Slayer, sh- Slayer for sure Like took it That night was like Slayer's fucking sick shout, yeah. shout out to Ryan He also gave me a Slayer book That was, that was pretty sick Oh yeah um, But uh, McDonald's or Taco Bell? Um, Taco Bell Taco Bell? Yeah I think You know what Because I worked at McDonald's Oh yeah So yeah. for years I was like That's all I ate Because I would get a free meal Every fucking day You know what's crazy Like I would So I would go on the machine Because I worked on the cashier and I would type in what I wanted because we were only allowed to pick from certain things, not like their bigger burger. So I would pick the small burger. I'd be like, the two cheeseburger ones, <laughs> like this and that. And then I would go back into the, like, so on the computer it only shows like I got a cheeseburger, but I go back to the, the, the kitchen people and I'm like, hey, can you add bacon? Can you add, so like, oh, yeah. I end up taking like two fat ass burgers to the back. <laughs> it was yeah. sick, man. <laughs> um, uh, barbecue, no, no, no. Uh, Shit. Norms or Denny's? Norms, 100%. That's right, Norms, yeah. Dude. The poor people's uh, Denny's. Dude, yeah. straight up, but you know what? In, in, uh, in Torrance, when we lived at that motel, you literally w- walk across the street and there was a Norms. Yeah. So we would eat there for like every night. For we go there, I remember having a bunch of stuffed teddy bears because they had a machine. So every time we go there, my dad would play it. Every day he would fucking win. So like in huh. the hotel, we had hella stuffed bears because of that shit. But yeah, Norms all the way, 100%. Sick. Um, Oh, you know what? Uh, I forgot. You know what else from Argentina? Animal. Animal? Never heard of Animal. Nah. A is, well, the way you spell it is A, you know, A and, like, you A dot and I, like. Oh, shit. Okay, oh, okay. All you like know what you're talking about? Nah. Yeah. I'm about to check yeah. it out. Ooh. What is it? Is it like metal shit? It's like, uh, like, some apocalypto shit. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some like sepultura, evil, tribal shit. Yeah, like, they're very, like, uh, 
like for like how mainstream they were, cause like you know they were yeah. coming on TV, they were very like political. What is it called again? Animal. Okay. So, but like, if, I guess like if, if it doesn't come out, but like they have like the song, you uh, lejos de casa is like okay. like la hipocresía thing. Yeah, it's that's like, sick. and then they have a song where it's like, like it's like, it's like it starts like, bang, and like and then it starts like ding ding. I want to check ding, that shit out. Yeah, it's like do that band so yeah, far. They have like a song called like Solo por ser indio. Oh and shit. And they were just talking about like you know like. Only cause you know what I mean, like yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. band's so fucking sick. That's fucking sick. I want to check that shit out. That band's uh, the later like, later, you know those famosos Cadillacs? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yo, I I saw them play by myself at the Gibson. Like nobody wanted to roll up and shit. So I like fuck it. So I got a ticket. It was like 150 bucks, and I rolled up to the Gibson. I just me. And I remember pulling up and like it was fucking. I just went into the pit like by myself. <laughs> nobody there. Like fabuloso. This was like fucking 2008, man. Check this out. There's a there was a band. Do you know how like so? I'm gonna tell you how the story. So I went. So I you know I went to a library. This is all folk and like I went to a library, and then I was looking for CDs. Like you know to like rent. Yeah. And then I was like looking for CDs and I look for and then I was like see the oh de la tierra, and I was like oh it sounds like kind of like metal. I was like fuck yeah yeah yeah. And then I look and then I look at the band and I was like, they look familiar, and then I I like I was like like you know it's like maldito you know what I mean like very like again like same style just a little bit more thin. I was like this sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. And then I go on YouTube. And it's the vocals of, the, of Animal, drummer of Mana, basses of Almosos Calax, and another guitarist. Dude, that's sick. And it's just like the drummer of Mana, like, dun 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 dun. That's hard as fuck. Yeah, like, damn. Yeah, so it's like it's like Animal, but like Animal was more like, like it sounded more like loose, like more like. You know what I mean? Like a soul fly, like in a way, like. Yeah, but like, like but like, 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 like the Latino sounded more like heavier. You know what I okay, mean? Like yeah. more like, you know, adjusted. You yeah, know what I mean? So like, ta 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 ta. That was crazy. That's fucking wild. I have to check that shit Dude, out. Dude, check Animal. Animal's from yeah, Argentina, yeah. too. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. And they have, like, a lot of variety. Like, they have, you know, the, like I said, the ballad of, like, like, like that song, Lejos de Casa, where it's, like, yeah, the yeah. sing-along, where it's, like, you're, like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, wild. all right, but, uh, yeah, that's it. Thank yeah. you, Chang, for joining.